Shall we try this again? All right. Take three. <laughs> Episode 15. <laughs> I was using headphones. It didn't like it, apparently, because they're out. So. All right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Well, I got headphones in, so hopefully that's not the issue. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Every time, I don't, unless you were hitting fucking get off. I don't know no, I'm not even. It's my my phone is not even in my hand. All right. Well, so here, here we, we go. <laughs> we got to get back in studio. This is just. <laughs> this is grueling. <laughs> Hopefully, only one more of these, and I'll be back. So. All right. There we go. So, what's a uh, Saturday night? About well, it's mid. 7.30 here on the East Coast. For, yep. our, for our one listener in Ireland, it's, you know, pretty late. But... Not not sure. Might be tomorrow. <laughs> how's, uh, how's your weekend been so far? Uh, great. It's just been like the last um, uh, 13 days. <laughs> so you've been working? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Worked a nice little twelve-hour day today. Out a boy, out a boy. You got to, you got to get one of those in every now and then. Yeah, thirteen straight really uh, is kind of ending. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Um, so what have we got going on in the world? I just saw some breaking news on the Twitter that uh, let me see if I could find find it again. Patriots tight end Lance Kendricks. Suspended for season opener. Oh, what do you do? That's what I'm opening up now. <clears throat> Kendricks was suspended for one game without pay for violating the NFL program on substance of abuse. Only one game, though. So it couldn't have been. Oh, cited for marijuana possession at a traffic stop last month. He got sentenced to six months probation and we'll get the charges dismissed if he does eight hours of community service where where was he it's legal in mass it's legal in maine he, he must have was he, he maybe he was leaving uh patrick chung's house in new hampshire how about that shit? <laughs> right that's uh that's that's fishy to me i don't we don't we we didn't that happened after our last episode, so it did. we haven't been able to talk about it. Um, so for anybody that listens to the show that doesn't uh, follow, you know, anything about the Patriots or just watch the news in New England, Patrick's hung, Patrick Chung's house in, I believe, Meredith, New Hampshire, which yep. near Laconia, Lake Winnipesaukee. There are a lot of rich people, a lot of famous people have houses up there. Um, so he, <clears throat> burglar, burglar alarm goes off, cops respond for a potential B and E, the old breaking and entering and, Classic. uh, find a little of the Colombian bam, bam laying around. And now he's indicted on cocaine charges. So I guess my knee jerk reaction to that is. Was he even there? How, I don't know. How can they charge him with possession of it if he if he's not even, you know, at the house? 
well, his house. So if no one was there, then it's still his, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right there. But I don't think he's going to, you know, nothing's going to happen. He's getting, he got arraigned. Yeah. Patrick Chung is no rookie, so you know he's got to have a fall guy. Yeah. And these fall guys are just going to say, yeah, it was mine and it was left over. And that's the end of it. Let's, that's uh... the end of it. I mean, Patrick Chung should, could literally just be like, it was my house was rented out to family. I wasn't there. Yep. Prove it's mine. I mean, it's, yeah, this is going to go to trial. And I would assume he walks away pretty much unscathed. You know, maybe, maybe some sort of, I don't know. Well, I guess, I mean, it was always possession by consumption when you were a underage teen drinker and they smelled it on your breath. You know, you didn't actually have to be in possession of it. But, did you have one of those? Yeah, I did. I got it uh, about six months before my 21st birthday. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just told my mother like a year ago. I don't remember that. It was, I was leaving the old York dump and uh, oh. I was being driven by somebody else and I threw my cigarette out the window and uh, the old York PD took offense to that. Keen eye on the littering. Yes. So they pulled this over. The driver was completely sober and I was shithoused. So they, uh, got me for possession by consumption. I paid a $250 fine. I was over the age of 18. So they didn't have to uh, tell my parents, which was because my mother would have had a fit. Uh, so my uh, I was able to just pay the fine, go to court, pay the fine, and the rest was history. But like I said, I just told Mrs. McDougal <laughs> like a year ago. She was none too impressed. <laughs> I still got some stories that are not released to the parentals. And I don't know if they'll ever make it. Yeah. I think we all have those, to be completely honest. There's a couple out there that, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta protect yourself. <laughs> yeah, they definitely don't know about a couple of them. Uh, now, the only times I got in trouble ever growing up. It was always when the old man was away. Yeah. I mean, which is six months of the year. So it's, I mean, 50 50 shot, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a criminal speeding ticket seven days before my 18th birthday. And that's always good. Then I got uh, trafficking deadly weapons. Trafficking deadly weapons? Yeah. What the hell were you trafficking? A butterfly knife. Wow. Yeah, that was, uh, I think I was 18, I was 18 going into college. It was the summer, summer of my freshman year. And had been down to the old Hampton Beach fucking (laughs) shithole. And you could buy a butterfly knife. Right, right from, you know, any of the lovely fine retailers down there on the beach. 
And so I bought one one night because I like knives and I collect knives at this point. And uh, got pulled over, handed it to the cop. And so to go back, I was following a then girlfriend home from work. We were going over a bridge where cops are known to sit. She was yeah. she was hammering. She was not the smartest bulb. But she was flying in front of me. I slowed down going over this particular overpass because it's on my way home and the cops always sit there in the summer because they're lazy. Especially yeah. now because it's right next to their police station. Of course. And so cop comes up behind us going up up the hill. I pull over. He goes around me. And he's trying to catch up to her because she's fucking gone at this point. And I come back down around the little S corner and he's standing in the middle of the road and he points to me and pulls me over. Yeah. And, you know, tells me to pull over. I said, all right. And he comes up and he's like, you know, I pulled you over. I was like, honestly, I got no idea. And he's like, you were speeding. I said, no, I wasn't. And he was like, I have you on radar. I was like, I'd love to see that. I would love to that you have me on radar going 36. They always you, squirm. If, if you want to write me a ticket for that, okay. Like, we can do that. Yep. And he's like, well, I was estimating your speed based on the car that was traveling in front of you. I was like, the car that's traveling in front of me is my girlfriend, and she's an idiot because she doesn't know that you guys sit here. I said, I was doing <laughs> 34 to 36. Yeah. I said, and I'll go to court on that. I said, because you, I've lived off this road my entire life. I was like, at this point, I've been driving this road every day for five years. I know you sit there. Like, this is not my first rodeo. Yeah. And he's like, all right. So he's like, well, I'm just going to give you a warning then. He's like, okay. And he asked if I had anything in the car, you know, that he should be worried about. And I was like, no. I was like, I've got a knife. You know, whatever. And he's like, well, can I see it? And I fucking handed it to him like an idiot. <laughs> but, you know, being a nice, upstanding person. didn't You were being respectful. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. And yeah. he goes back to his car, walks back, and just hands me a summons to court. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Didn't even explain it. No, nothing. And he's like, well, you got to show up in court. That's an illegal weapon in this state. Have a good night. And walked away. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this, this, is, this is not good. Yeah, not at all. And so I go home, sit down with the mother. It's like, hey, uh, we got to have a little chat. <laughs> told her right away. And she's like, so you, I told her exactly the story I just said. And she's like, so he offered no lesson, no nothing. And you literally just gave it to him. He wasn't searching. I was like, no. She's like, okay, we'll go down. And that's when Mama Hutch got a little heated. And she went up one side of that detect that officer and down the other in front of the detective. Uh, in front of oh, the I detective, the officer, and the chief of police. That's old and, Mama Bear. And, I mean, it was a valid question. She's like, so my son was doing nothing wrong. He was honest with you. And instead of using this moment to teach and to educate, you just decided to fucking give him a summons? And she goes, and the next time he gets pulled over, do you think he's going to fucking tell you anything? <laughs> and he's like, well, I hope so. And she's like, you hope so? 
you're fucking him for no good reason right now. Yep. Like, how about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> and so the chief and the detective go away. They come back in. They're like, all right, well, how about, you know, 40 hours of community service and uh, a $100 fine? And at that point, I was going to school to ship. I hadn't changed majors at that point. And for a Coast Guard license, I couldn't have anything on my criminal record. Yeah. So that was fine with me. I went down to the town dock where my grandfather's best friend was the harbor master and said, I got some community service hours to do. And he just fucking started laughing. He goes, you are your grandfather's son or grandson. (laughs) He's like, yeah, thank you, Mr. Bridges. <laughs> and he goes, well, I got to build this dock. He's like, I got to basically build a deck for my for my harbor master hut. He goes, as uh, soon as that's done, you're done. He goes, I don't care if it takes you 200 hours or if it takes you 20. When that's done, you're done. I was like, <laughs> okay. Lesson learned. Yeah, and I mean, I got it done in like a week. Yeah. And... Then just kept going back for the rest of my time just to hang out and fish. Yeah, I remember fishing down there when we were younger. Oh, good times. Also oh, saved yeah. the boat down there. Me and yes. The, me and the John Knight. Yep. Yep. I remember when that happened. Um, yeah, that was... How we got there. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... I think it all started with... Uh, Oh Lance yeah, you Hendricks <laughs> and Patrick Trump. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. You ever been? Any, you have any other arrests on your record? No, never been arrested. Um, the only real brush I had with the law and had to go to court was that alcohol charge. Um, been pulled over a few times. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I got. I have one speedy ticket in all my years of driving. Which, yeah, it's, it's clear. That's why I drive everywhere. Um, <laughs> although now that I have a truck, I'm not afraid that's going to rattle apart when I go over 40 miles an hour. I I notice myself going a little bit faster. Um, but yeah, I've been fairly lucky. In the times I have been pulled over, I've always been just respectful, I guess, is the, and not to say that you weren't, but I mean, anybody that gets pulled over by a law enforcement officer, don't be a dink. Well, yeah, seriously. And I mean, I wasn't, I was respectful to him until he started lying. Yeah. And I mean, if you're going to be like, oh, well, you were going this fast. And I was like, well, do you have it on radar? He's like, no, I was estimating. It's like, well, then you're fucking wrong. Yeah. They're big shoots. Like, I don't, if you're going to ask me to do something, then fine. Like, I'll comply. And it's like, even if he went further, it's like, dude, like, yeah, exactly. I've been pulled over completely 1,000% sober. Yep. And him be like, have had an officer be like, you know, I think you're drunk. Do the roadside Olympics. Okay, let's go. Do that. And then I, and then one of them, I was, you know, 2,000% confident I had nothing to drink. I had been drinking water. The occupants in my vehicle may have been hammered hammered and the air I was breathing I could have ingested enough alcohol to possibly get drunk because of how much was coming off of them (laughs) 
but I hadn't drank a thing. Yeah. He's like, well, I want you to do the roadside Olympics. I said, I would rather you take me to the station. I'd blow a breathalyzer right now. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't want to do that. And I said, I'm a thousand percent confident. I've drank nothing. I've got five hammered people in my truck and I just want to go home. Like, let's cut the bullshit. We don't need to be here for an hour. Bring out a little machine that tells who's telling the truth. Yeah. One of the last times I got pulled over, I was, I was actually, I was carrying. This is a couple of years ago. And, uh, I forget it was, I may have rolled through a stop sign or something like that. And, um, he came up to the car and I said, I've got the first words out of my mouth were, um, I got a gun. <laughs> well, what you, I handed him my license and registration. That yeah, was actually more than a couple of years ago because I still had, it was before Maine had their, you didn't have to have your concealed weapons permit. Yeah. And I still had mine before it expired. And I handed him that. And he said, why are you handing me this? I said, because there's a loaded firearm on my hip. Mm-hmm. And he said, all right, take it, set it on the dashboard with the magazine out of it and keep your hands on the wheel. I'll be right back. <laughs> and everything was good. He gave me a warning and away I went. Yeah, I've always had a good interaction with, I mean, that's the first thing that, like, I'll do. Yeah. And especially, like, if I'm carrying and I get pulled over, the first thing I do is window down, hands out. Yep. And when he comes up and he's like, why are your hands out the window? I'm going to be like, because there's a gun. Yeah. Either there's one or two, and one is probably on me, the other one is right between my legs in a holster on my dash. Yeah. And it's like, and I've had cops do a few things. They're just like, okay, you know, no worries. And then another guy was like, can you get out? And I was like, yeah, all my information's in there. This is where it's at. And he's like, no, it's all right. He's like, I just need your license. I'm like, yeah, I can give you my license or I can tell you the numbers. Cause I, for some sick reason, know my license number. <laughs> Um. Ugh. Yeah. Other than that, I've actually remained. I've got more speeding tickets than I know I can count. I my wife has more speeding tickets than me. I don't know if my wife's. I think my wife has had one. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm probably gonna jinx myself. I'm knocking on wood right now. Just because. I I can't. One more to my pile is I'm not even going to feel it. <laughs> Dude, at, yeah, they're just going to take your license. At, 20, at 28, I was two points away from losing my license. Jesus. But you haven't gotten one in a while, right? No, I haven't gotten one since then. Like, I've been a little bit more careful. But I got, like, three in, like, three weeks. You'd think I'd learn, but No. It's probably what the cops said. <laughs> one was a bullshit one. Yeah. It was leaving North Berwick, headed to Wells, up Route 9. Yeah. And I was behind a truck. It, it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. I was going to work Um, when I was working up in Augusta. And yep. this dude was like doing 10 under. So I was tailgating the shit out of him because, well, go fuck yourself. And he started brake checking me. And as soon as we got to that first passing zone, I just planted it. 
right after Pratt and Whitney there. Yeah. Oh, the passing zone's on a corner, and in the middle of that corner, not to mention the guy started hammering, and I was hammering in a work truck, which is <laughs> the fastest thing. And then we're side by side as we come around the bend, and there's a cop sitting in the bushes. I'm like, ha, oh, fuck. Yep. Stady? So, no. Uh, North Berwick. There you go. He gave me a ticket. Then I got one by a Stady. I got lasered on the highway. Uh, I got one in North Carolina and had to pay a lawyer to get that one expunged because... Yeah, North Carolina has some stupid law that it all goes to court, right? Uh, Yeah, certain counties, anything over 15, you go to court. That's helpful. Yeah, and coming into Raleigh-Durham, it goes from 65 to 55, and everyone in the 65 is doing 75. So then yeah. if you go to the 55 from 65 and stay at 75, not great. Yeah. That was with a screaming child in the backseat. Yeah, that was, I remember you telling me that. <clears throat> so we got some college football going on tonight. Yeah. Finally, a little... Uh, the U. The U versus Florida. Tim Tebow's... I was trying to see if I get a, a score. The over/under set at forty-seven. Florida minus seven, seven and a half. That's not that bad. No, it's not too bad. Three tigers each and a field goal. Yeah. <clears throat> so we got that going on. It was a beautiful day here in Maine. I don't know how it was down in. Uh, Dude, it was in... six. It was like sixty-six degrees this morning when I got up. It felt amazing. When I left my house this morning, it was 50 degrees. Oh, it was so awesome. So awesome. Finally. Yeah. Except like next Wednesday is supposed to be like 90 down here again. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, it's only supposed to be up in the 70s up here. Last I checked. So hopefully I'm going to the dragway. I've said that on the last one. That's our next. That's my next big outing. Oh, I lost you there for a minute. Oh, boy. I said I was going to the dragway next, this one. Oh, that's right. You need some cool weather for there. Yeah, it's supposed to be in the 70s, I think, is from what I heard. 70s during the day, like mid-60s at night, so it shouldn't be too bad. Perfect. Plus, I got to wear pants, so I'm hoping it's not sweltering. Do they require any certain type of pants, or can you wear sweatpants? I would assume it doesn't just says pants. Didn't say sweatpants. I'd go with like jeans or Carhartts, but that's just me personally. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna because well, the only pants I own are Carhartts. Um, But I mean, I was half tempted to. uh, You want me to wear pants? There's a Walmart right down the road. I'll go buy some jeggings. I mean, you what can about do whatever you want, but <laughs> I might judge the Jaggers. Most people would, and All it would right. be well-deserved. If, if I lose you here, I'm sorry to everyone out there. I'm trying to plug in my headphones. We're going to see if this works or if it just cancels us all out. Where's Huey? 
I'm here. Oh, son of a bitch, we got it. So far, we didn't make it past the minute mark the last time. It was like six seconds. Just hang up instantly. (laughs) So dragway and jeggings, you're going to wear heels too? I was thinking, you know. That way if I can't race, I can just be like a a groupie. No, it'll be a good time. Um, What else? I've got some listener questions. I've seen some of them. On the uh, from the old Instagrams, um, I guess we'll hit with George Hutchins' first question. All right, or only because he actually used the the outlet for the questions this time. Look, so good on George. Look at him go. He, yep, he uh, figured that out. Uh, his. Now you're gonna to have to fill me in on this. I try. I I looked into it a little bit, but I yeah, I guess I didn't really understand the wording. The Mallard Duck Limit changes. Yeah. So for the state of Maine. Well, it's not just the state. It's the Northern Atlantic Flyway got dropped from yeah. four, four mallards down to two. Okay. <clears throat> and only one hen. All right. So basically, it took away two ducks. Now, I'm fine with it. I don't really care. You know, it's, I'm still going to go hunting. I absolutely stopped listening and stopped. I actually left some of the waterfowl groups in, in the region because yeah, people are like, Oh, two ducks. It's not even fucking worth going out. It's like, man, if that's the fucking reason you're going out is just to kill shit. Like go shoot mergansers. Yeah. Like go fuck yourself. Like honestly. Yep. And you know, and the, one of the guys is like, you know, I don't know. I got, I have better memories, you know, when I'm killing ducks than, you know, sitting there not shooting anything. And I'm like, I'm some of the best memories I have are from when we didn't shoot shit. Yeah. Or shoot like one or two birds. You know, it's just, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, the most memorable duck I've killed was with Chad. Yeah. And it was a pair of woodies. Yeah shit in the morning it was just i'll never forget that day i'll also never forget the day with us and my father and i limited out before you even would have been at work yeah 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 that's that's i just gotta bring that up that's like i think about that (laughs) a lot I think about it almost every time I walk that, out there. That day, oh, God, man. I'll never forget the text. I was already like, I should have gone hunting this morning. And then I, I texted you. I said, how'd it go? And it was limited out by 7.30. I was like, shit, that's normally the time I leave the blind to get to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was pretty bummed. Oh, but we don't, we killed him from that spot the next day, too. We did pretty well. Um I think probably the the most memorable yeah. hunt I had with you guys, you know, duck wise, was when we um, the first day at HQ. That was yeah. that was the uh, that because obviously that was like my first that was my baptism into a a good day of duck hunting. <laughs> yeah, but like I. What I said earlier, I mean, like some of the best times I had, you know, obviously when you go hunting and you're and you're successful, those are the greatest of times. But 
even when you just go and you know you you sit in the blind or you sit in the deer stand and you bullshit for the better portion of the time you're there. That's seriously. I mean, <coughs> Duffy and I hunt hunting up on you know the uh, no what the fuck's that river um, up Maine where we went to school. Don't remember the name of the river. The yeah. bag of deuce. <laughs> you know. We hunted up there so much. We would hunt all day, get in either my Jeep or his truck in waders, drive to the store to get food and provisions and go back. It's where we started making, you know, it was just, uh, yeah. If the fucking only thing you have memories of is birds you killed, you're a fucking twat. And I don't even want to talk to you. (laughs) Don't want to do business with you. As Joey Chess, as Joey Diaz would say. No. Which no, it, it makes it right. one hundred percent sense. It's not all about that. But I mean, nobody was like celebrating the fact. I mean, you still you've got more black ducks to kill. You've got more wood ducks to kill than we did six years ago. So it's like they raised the limit on wood ducks by a duck. Probably I don't know eight or ten years ago they raised blacks finally up to two, and now they take two mallards away. So it's like really, it's kind yes. of a net zero. Like, I I don't really fucking see why people are so fucking bitchy about it. And it's like, if that means, if I can only shoot two birds now, and that means I can shoot birds when I'm yeah. 80, I'm <laughs> fucking fine with it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I just want to sit someone down and be like, okay, how about this? We cut it back to two for now. And if the population comes back like they're predicting it to, and then we're back up to four later yeah. on. It's like, okay. Or you can shoot four birds now, but in 10 years, there is no mountains you can kill. What would you rather fucking have happen? And it's like, okay. Like, fucking look at a... Look look a little bit further past the end of your fucking nose, you fucking Uh, waffles. One thing I... One topic I bring up a lot to people that either complain about bag limits or something like that, or, you know, complain about conservation and hunting laws... Is look at the wild turkeys. What I, well, I, I understand, but look at twenty years ago, or maybe when I was first starting hunting, to be able to take a wild turkey in the state of Maine, you had to enter a lottery, like you do for the doe permit, and like you do for the moose lottery. Um, and now, in the spring, you could shoot two bearded turkeys, uh, a tom. And in the fall season, starting this year, you could shoot five turkeys. Yeah, holy you could fuck! Shoot five either male or female turkeys in the in the fall season. So you can't be in. I mean, you can, it's five total, and you can't be in possession right. of more than two at a time. So it it's. Just and, and just, I mean, for people that don't hunt, they drive down the road and they see these turkeys, and they see. I mean, there's turkeys everywhere. That is what conservation yeah. does. That's that's what makes it. That's why we're able to hunt. You know, so now they're like, all right, we've got enough turkeys. Let's up tobacco bag limit to bring the population down to a more sustainable number. You know. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I do have a bit of an issue with, and I did a little bit of research on this last year, so don't quote me on all this, but 
I'm pretty sure. The way they measure the Atlantic Flyway is by flyovers of like four bodies of water. Okay. And and that's their sample size. So they use four bodies of water, do a little creative math using, you know, letters and numbers. And then they say, okay, we estimate the population to be this. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of guys are like, well, I haven't seen any, you know, any decrease in ducks and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, okay. Look, you know, look where they're getting their information maybe, from. Maybe, yeah, maybe the information isn't the greatest, but it's what they've always worked on, and we're still killing birds. So if we got to go down to two for ten years and ducks make a pop, you know, a comeback, honestly, the thing that you got to really look for is get people back killing right. coyotes and killing That's, foxes. Yes. The coyote population <clears throat> is up in large, in, you know, super numbers. One thing that I kind of – the moose population in this state is getting sp- – sparser and sparser due to look at us getting into like biology and shit this is this is a real i know hard-hitting um podcast they but like the the population of moose in the state is getting pretty sparse due to ticks and stuff like that and it seems like every year there's more moose permits being given out which in my eyes i i and people will probably smack me for this, you know, or could smack me for this. But I think the moose hunt brings a lot of revenue into the state. But I think on a conservation look, why don't we knock it off for a couple of years and let and let them live and get the population back up, maybe to fight against these ticks, <clears throat> and then go back at it and get that revenue back. I think a lot of the time the state looks at the moose hunt is a money maker because it brings so many people to Northern Maine and to spend money to these places, but they got to address it. Well, and I mean, it does that. And I mean, it's the same thing. Like I'm, there's a lot of people out there that are advocating for antler restrictions. Like Vermont does yep. three spikes. You know, you got, you got to have three points. Yep. And people in, you know, Maine are like, oh, that's, you know, how I feed my family, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, then fuck. Get a bow and go hunt expanded where you can Yeah, or put it for the deer, the antler like, permit like you do and and do it that way. But if you want to <clears> shoot a buck, shoot something over three, through, you know, three or three spikes or it's got to be yeah. up, out beyond the ears or something like that. You know, there's a lot of and there's a lot of hunters in Maine that have taken the initiative to do that on their own, which is great. But there's also a lot of hunters That's right. in Maine, and I mean, one that aren't that aren't for every for every exa- one of those. There's a hundred that are just fucking yeah. shooting anything with nubs on. So them. it's you could look at it from fourteen hundred different directions, and probably everybody's going to have a differing opinion. But you kind of just move that you. you, you they're only trying, they're working off the best thing they can work off because they can't go and count every single deer or every single duck. And it is what it is. Yeah. And I mean, you know, duck numbers are down. Canada's are down, apparently down in the Maryland area. I think Maryland, Jersey got fucking whacked for geese down there. 
And it's yeah. like, that's a huge part of their economy. And, I mean, we're the number one conservationists yeah. in the world. And we're the number one revenue generator for, you know, protecting lands for animals. I don't give a fuck what any other group says. PETA can't touch the yeah. numbers that fucking U.S. red-blooded Americans that hunt contribute to the preservation and growth exactly. of the sport. And the species. So it's like, yeah, okay, we can only shoot two ducks this year. Well, then fucking go kill something else. You, go shoot fucking coyotes. That's what I want to write to all these people. You can literally go shoot, coyotes shoot as many coyotes Just, that you want, anytime you want. And from January to April or something like that, they even let you do it at night. So it's not even like you got to take yeah. time off from work. That's right. I mean, if you're in it to kill stuff, why don't you go kill the fucking predators that are creating your duck numbers to go down your yeah. fucking plop waffles? Oh, I might get fired up and get back on those forums tonight. Oh, watch the fuck out. Uh, what else we got going on? Any uh, good stories from Connecticut? Um, I got I got a few things in my phone. One, I don't know how I'm going to bring it up, but I'll figure it out. Oh. Oh, the wife had a question. I think it was hers. Dinner with anyone dead or alive. Who are you picking? I heard this asked somewhere, and I've been thinking about it. And I think probably number one on my list would be, would be uh, at this point in my life, Elon Musk. Um, I yeah. mean, I could probably go a few different ways with this, you know, knowledge wise, Elon Musk, Jesus, and I'd like to interview like, you know, Frank FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, um, be able to sit down and have a chat with those guys, you know, fan, if I had to choose, you know, um, uh, famous people. Tom Brady, obviously, the other Jesus. Uh, it's just, it's that's a tough question. I guess let's let's circle back to that one. Who would you pick? Well, so we're going. How about we go this in categories? Okay. People that meant something to history. People yeah. that mean something to you. Sports. And. Overall, like iconic okay. personalities. Right. So I'm going mm-hmm. sports. David Beckham. Uh, old school, or like history yeah. smart people. Winston Churchill. Uh, oh, fuck with what else did I say there? Uh, oh, personal. Um, I never met the dude, and I'm gonna use two people. But I would love to have dinner with my great grandmother okay. and her husband. And what was our fourth? People that meant iconic. Oh, yes, iconic. Um, hmm. who moves the needle? I think Elton John would. would be fucking electric. So if we're, so, what are the what are we doing? Sports. Sports, smart people from history, 
personal and then just like overall like iconic people. All right. So sports, like I said, Tom Brady, the Lord and Jesus Christ, Tom Brady. Uh, iconic history, smart people, that, that category, FDR still. I mean, he was, he was actually. You got, you got oh, two I, there. I get iconic and. All right, so historical, and historical dude, dudes. I'm going FDR. Um, because, you know, through World War II, he was also the longest serving president. He he served more than two terms, uh, the only president to do so. He had polio, was rarely ever pictured in his wheelchair, you know, so there's a lot of questions I got for him. Uh, I said, I did sports in history. So now I've got personal, uh-huh. probably my mom's mom, my, I would have called her, uh, I think my mom told me she would have been a Nana, never met her. So being able to sit down and have a, a coffee brandy with her or, you know, uh, chat and a, chat and a smoke with old Nana. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. My mom always said I would have gotten along with her. And then just overall iconic, like you referenced, moving the needle, Johnny Cash. That'd be cool. Yeah. See, I didn't think about Frankie yeah. Boys. Frankie Blue Eyes. Just, <laughs> just to piss your Just to roll him over in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. Yeah, Johnny Cash, I think, would be a, a, good, a good read. In my eyes. Yeah. Um, yes. Sir. I got another right, list. What else question. we got here? So I'll go. Let me find it here. Yeah. All right. I'll ask you yours. Be- best tip and why to a server? The, in like and that I've like done. <sighs> yeah. There was a waitress at a bar. I think it was in Raleigh, Durham. It was either Raleigh, Durham or Charlotte. But I had a wicked long layover, and the flight was kind of getting delayed because it was first. There was a. It was already an earlier flight because of a storm that was hitting Boston. So, and she was just super nice. It was you. You could obviously tell. You know, she wasn't from the U.S. I don't know where she was from, but it was, it was another country. So she was here, you know, working in an airport. And, you know, people tend to not be the nicest people at an airport just because, especially if they're sitting at a bar. Yeah. You know, so they're either getting ripped going on vacation. They're getting ripped because their flight's delayed or they're, you know, just having a sandwich or something for lunch and, you know, moving on for the, the rest of the day. But so I think I tipped her like 80% or something like that. At that point in my life, I was single, so I had a little extra chang in the pocket. Are you saying being married has cost you a lot? Of I money? know not as much as it's cost you <laughs> <laughs> with kids. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I guess. I, so I'll go with my listener question, but we'll circle back to a 
I'll I'll break this I'll break this news on the podcast. Um but my we'll do this first. So I don't know this person personally, but they follow our our Instagram page. Um what's the deal yeah. with pyramid scheme lotions? So are they is he talking about is this person talking about the people that attacked you in the mall? I I don't know if he's going that way or if he's doing like the Rodan and Fields. We don't get yeah. them being such menly men. Uh I neither do I own moisturizer. Blood, sweat, and tears I, is my moisturizer. If I, if I need moisturizer, I like a you know, a good off road diesel. So it's got that dye yeah. in it, make it a little more slippery. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's going like the Rodan and Fields and all those, you know, sort of like the it's nothing more than like what used to be the Tupperware <laughs> sales, like pampered chef, or you know what I mean, yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, I know the business mm-hmm. in which my wife does gets accused of being like such a thing but after like watching her and watching what she does like it's it is what it is you know yeah it's you're paying something to you know whether you want to get on that program or not but she's even helping people that aren't on it and so it's like it's not completely there but like but you pay that is, money it's fucking like money to leggings go to the gym, but this is you you exactly. almost have with what your wife thing. does. When you pay that money, you have a personal trainer and access to a bunch of different, you know, it, it's like the ultimate gym, yeah. basically. Yeah, keeps keep selling it. She's still giving me shit because <laughs> I refuse to do it. But so I, I have a story for our listeners, and I haven't and I haven't even told you this because Uh-oh. I was kind of see, keeping it for the uh, the podcast. But I'm at a point in my life where I had to, this past week, have a uh, swim test, if you know what I mean. Uh, So I'll start off by saying that is the most awkward thing I have ever done. Or maybe not the most, but it's it's top three for me. Um, Were Were they in the room with you? Um, oh, well, but I, I, I had never done that before, you know? Um, so bottom line is I had the boys check to make sure we were swimming good for, you know, future things. Um, <coughs> yes. So I drive to Scarborough for this test. Yeah. Holy shit. I have to do it in the, I have to do it at the facility. That's not one of these things you can, you know, mix up a batch at home. And then, and then, and then, bring it to the bakery and have to cook it there. That it's, it's not a little five on one, <laughs> yeah. a little five on one with the boys. So I, so I show up, and it's a it's at basically a main medical center facility. Um, walk in, and there's other dudes in there, and they're not that old. So you kind of you get the feeling. They know why you're there, and you know why they're there. That type of thing. So you take a number, like you're at the grocery store, 
<laughs> so, you know, typically when I have to pull a number out of one of those things, I'm about to order a pound and a half of roast beef and, some, and a pound and a half of provolone cheese, not do this. So I sit down, my number comes up, I go there, she says, all right, uh, ask me a couple questions. I handed her the paperwork and she's following me. So they walk me down this hallway and um, into what looks like a converted storage room. You know, they all but rolled the guy's <laughs> rolly chair out of there and then brought in, you know, those chairs that like they do the uh, they take your blood out of um, when you go to the hospital. It's uh, So that's yeah. in there. There's a trash can and two filing cabinets. And on top of the filing cabinets is where they keep the office Christmas supplies. Uh, <laughs> so that was in there. Oh, good. Uh, and basically, she, she said, yeah, just bring it out to me when you're done. So. No, 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 no reading material. No. Um, let's face it. It's 2019. Nobody really uses those anymore unless you're. 13 years old and go yeah but you what if you were exactly dudes with like a flip phone (laughs) you got to use your mind because you're staring at christmas decorations like hey how about you give me a little buffet i even even checked the filing cabinet to make sure there wasn't anything in there for the record they were locked oh (laughs) seems uh Uh, so i finish up do what i need to do in there and you know, you, you've got the specimen in your, in a cup, in a plastic bag, and you, and you go parade yourself out in front of everybody. So they know exactly what you did. Um, and so I walk up to the counter and she goes, she goes to grab the bag and she's like, Oh, I got to put on rubber gloves. So then I had to wait for her to put on rubber gloves. And I'm, she's like, okay, you're all set. I'm like, that's it. No attaboy. You know, you know that, that was 30 yeah. minutes, you know, I, that's my best time. And, uh, so away we went, but moral of the story or they, I'll end it on this is the boy. That's the first swim test I've ever passed. So. Oh, perfect. I mean, Hey, congrats. On <laughs> that's great. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> I uh I am supposed to have already done my one oh, or two yeah. after my yeah. my procedure. Did we go a little that bit? On we here? touched on it, but you you were going through that, and I had some other personal stuff going on. That was like our little hiatus that we took. So, did we talk about the fact that the nurse, as we're sitting mm-hmm. in the lobby, the wife. Wife had to come with me the first time. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this. But then we brought our kids because my parents were busy and I was not like, fuck you. If you want my wife, I, we did cover this because it was like the whole, I thought it was my body, my choice. But no, my wife had to go there and be like, yeah, we want this fucking taken care of. These two <laughs> are enough. All right. So you basically and had to so, plead your case. Yeah, so, like, it was like I couldn't go there on my own and then him be like, oh, yeah, like, that's, yeah. like, his requirement. It's like, 
you know, all these women getting up in arms about my body, my choice. What about fucking me here? I just don't want to have yeah. another child. I'm trying to yeah. save the world. I agree. But I digress. So, yeah, we did take a little hiatus. Uh, so the procedure, which is just fucking awesomely pleasant, is made so much more pleasant when the nurse is like, hey, wife, why don't you come in? It'll be fun. Oh, so she got to be in the room? Where her ex- Yes. It was like a reverse birth, too. Except I never went below the curtain. But that was where the only chair was. She had a look at the old the the front basket there. Yeah. So, like, they're like, yep, just, you know, lay down there and put your, put your feet up or whatever it was. And then I'm like, okay. And literally... Leah is sitting like, I can see her between my toes. I'm like, well, this is fucking weird. And I'm like, the whole thing's like going on. And I'm like, at what point of this is yeah, this right? fun? Like, who the fuck says that? Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, sure. I mean, it's, if some fuck sick fuck thinks this is fun, I Nurses don't know. Nurses are a different like, breed, man. They... I mean, I guess, you know, her whole day is, like, literally looking at nut sacks. And let's be honest, nut sacks are not really No, I wonder great. if they got an office pool at, like, you know, they grade the nut sacks, you know, every week. And then whoever, you know, whatever patient gets the best score, if that employee voted on them, they get to win the kitty that week. We may be on to something. <laughs> I don't know. I It was just... It was just a wild situation. But yeah, so I got the same paper bag, but I live close enough to my local uh, laboratory that I get to mix the batch at home and take it, except I'm three hours yep. from home and didn't, I'm not going to yeah. do that down here. I think I at least want to get checked once. Yeah, might as well. I mean, I don't want to be like Antonio Cromartie and have like 53 kids, 26 of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need that shit right I now. I hear you. I don't blame you either. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what else? I think I have one more listener question. This is from, I think, probably one of our biggest fans. Uh, Mr. Chase is his name. Oh, actually, you know what? Yes. I just lost him because our story ended. What? I can't get... Uh, They should be... I can get them. They're in our notifications. Come on, fucking Rook. All right, I see it. I found it. Dude. Um, Okay. Yeah, I found it. So, I'm going to give a big, during our dead air here, I'm going to give a big shout out to the wife. She did some home repair projects. She had a nice day today. I saw her. the chicken. She came into the old house. She looked drained. Yeah, I think uh, we're at the, you know, set of two weeks right now. I think think two weeks might be the limit on my (laughs) travel. From now on. Yeah. Um, today, today, 
So they went out of control. So I helped her get some security for chickens to help with that. Both the both the girls were when they came in to, when they came to Elliot Small Engine, they were expecting donuts or pizza, which I had none of either when they came in. See, see, Mike doesn't understand that once he gives them something, they associate yeah. whatever he gave them with that place for the rest Your of oldest, their lives. When they were leaving, would not leave until Barbara said goodbye to her. Like Barbara was, you know, well, it was I mean, cool. It was nice. cute. Barbara was helping a customer, and Livy was hanging on the end of the counter, going, "Bye, bye." And I had to tap Barbara. I'm like, "Let's try to say goodbye to you." And she was like, <laughs> "It was funny." <laughs> but I, <laughs> Corinna was fun. She was. It was a good time. I was glad they came in. Um, but I could definitely, I could definitely tell you, your wife was was a little. A little wound up today. Yeah, I think today was the um today was like the breaking point of just like as much shit could go wrong. Yeah. In the beginning, I mean whatever. The kids were the kids are kids and then the chicken situation with a hawk and one of the other chickens has a fucked up eye because I think she fucking Kick someone's ass. She's, She's a bitch. I Leah showed me the picture of the victim. And from my medical examining standpoint, I uh, I don't think that was a hawk. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think it was. I think it was a uh, a ground critter. That's what I thought too. But she then also said that she seen a hawk around the house flying or like sticking around. Because mm. they go in every night. And if it was a ground critter, there probably would have been more than one. Not always. Not always. Sometimes yeah. this ground critter may have been a, uh, you know, trying to get its, its rep so it could get into the game. So. You know, they just had to go off one chicken before they could be, you know, yeah. striped in. Well, whatever, whatever ground critter it is, as soon as my ass gets home, it's going <laughs> to be fucking picking daisies. <laughs> Got to protect your flock. That's right. And she actually came up with a good idea. She's like, I think I'm going to put it in the, because we've got a trap. Yeah. Like a... a mid-sized animal trap. She's like, yep. I might just put the carcass in there. I was like, that's, no, that's probably a great the idea. smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I was like, things are already dead. Like, why, why go out and buy bait when it's like, oh, yeah. look, hey, fresh pile. Yeah, that's exactly um, what they went there for, so you might as well. Yeah. Feed it to it. Then exactly. fill a 55-gallon trash can with water and uh, drop the trash in. I agree. Allegedly. <laughs> um, what else was I? I was going to say one more. Back thing. to listener question. You got any more? I don't have it. Oh yeah, listener question. We haven't talked about it yet. We got sidetracked. Um. So this is Corey's, probably one of our biggest fans. Um, his question is: 
is it me or do other people's in-laws expect when you show up to fix stuff immediately? So I have the fortune of not living super close to my in-laws. Yeah. I love my in-laws, but it's also nice to have the space. I'm yeah. pretty sure my wife feels the same way, but she's stuck seven miles away. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, think... I don't. Mine do. Yeah. Somewhat. Like I've bailed them out in you know rainstorms and stuff, mm. and power outages, driven generators up there. Yeah. Rebuilt snowblowers, rebuilt lawnmowers, but. Every time it's been like a rebuilt, like the snowblower I rebuilt was like, oh, hey, I don't want this anymore because I left gas in it for two years yeah. and now it doesn't run. Do you want it? It's like, well, yeah, because I can buy a fucking cheap Chinese carburetor off Amazon for $10 and replace it and it runs. So, yeah. Sure. No, I agree. I guess my take on it would be. I don't mind helping my in-laws, you know, with as much as I can do. If they, if they, if he or my mother-in-law need help, I'll help them. My wife would do the same for my parents, you know, where hers are, my parents are, you know, a ways away at this point. So it's, uh, but if they ask, I'll help. Um, and, but I'm also not going to, because a lot of people like to figure it out on their own. So you don't want to push it. Is what I've learned. Yeah, I don't have necessarily that problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my wife's mother and stepfather, um, or yeah, mother and stepfather are not the handiest. <laughs> um, Love to death. Plus yeah, they're the great handiest. people. Just. Uh, don't give him a screwdriver. <laughs> um, All right. Now, my wife's, wife's father is extremely handy and likes to do stuff, but he lives so damn far away, it's hard to get up there and help him. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. Um, but try to help him when I can get up there. But he also normally, whenever I come up, is like, well, let's just go drink and play golf. Like, well, hard to argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> These projects can wait. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I got um, it. I hear you. So what else, Eddie? You, do you have any more? That's all I got for listener questions for this week. Uh, but good for them. Look at, uh, look at the listeners participating a little bit. Yeah. See, they just made the show a little bit better. A little bit better. Let's see here. Um, no, my cousin didn't say much. I got into it a little bit with him the other day over his oh. skinny fucking work jeans. Little fags. Skinny jeans? Uh, yeah, go go on the Instagrams and look him up. He posted a picture the other day. I think it was yesterday. Now he's this... flying drone. He's flying drones now for his, the company he's working for. And I wish I had thought of this. I can't remember. Yeah. What's his name? Grafton. Yeah. That's the younger one, right? Yeah. So he's flying drones while his, flother, while his brother drives, flies actual planes. So, I mean, let's see how who's doing better there. I can't yeah, wait right. For him. I wish I had thought of that fucking yesterday. God damn it. That would have been a haymaker. <laughs> ah, well, he can enjoy it here. 
Hawaiian shirt, orange safety vest. And he tells me to take this up with Carhartt. Whose boots did he borrow? Because those are dirty. Yeah. Well, you know, it's gravel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, yeah. A Hawaiian shirt. That's what I can't seem to get past. It's the jeans, bruh. I'd like to have that side-by-side in the picture. I know, not a bad little look, looking one. Well, yeah, I guess the only thing I'll say to Grafton is don't do that again. Yeah, get some pants that fit, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the uh, the comment on the picture. Nice construction pants. Do those come in men's? <laughs> so that's his brother who's the pilot. <laughs> All right. All right. And I really All wish right. I could have just instead of my comment that I made, I really wish I could have been like, "Oh, you drive to- you fly toy planes. Your brother flies real planes." Huh, weird. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, that's great stuff. Fuck. Poor Grafted. He's not yeah. even here to defend himself. That's yeah, great. Fuck him. I hope he has to play <laughs> this in front of everybody. <laughs> that's awesome. Ah. Uh. What's what's on the docket for tomorrow? Working? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, just the normal. Nice. I think I'm gonna wash my truck. Um, That's my first objective to get done tomorrow. Oh yeah. Would have never guessed old. it. It's a day that ends in Y. <laughs> Huey wants to wash his truck. <laughs> never thought you'd say that with my name in the sentence. No. Right. You actually care uh, about a vehicle. It's kind of like a weird situation to put him <laughs> in here. Um. Oh. This is great news. Would you rather? I got a couple doozies. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So. Would you rather be in a room blindfolded and when you lift the blindfold off, the room is filled with everyone that you hate or (coughs) everyone that you've ever thought about Sexually. Ooh. That really is a doozy. Um, I think I'd rather see everyone I hate. Yeah. There's no, there's no fucking way. That you hate? Yeah. Anyone that I've ever thought about sexually is at least going to be good. At least, like, I mean... Unless they all start like being like, oh, so you like her too and all this? And it's like, well, yeah. yeah, but at least I'm looking at something good. Not like I go out on a limb and say, I hate everyone that rides a bicycle. And it's yeah. like, oh, fuck. This is a big room. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm still going with people I hate. Because then, I, you know, it gives me a stage to unload on them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Madison Square Garden. You're just sitting there in a in a chair. You come up through the stage. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, by unload, I didn't mean unload. I meant like just tell them what I really think. Not like your previous unload earlier in this episode that we talked about. Correct. <laughs> and not. Oh, okay. And not. Uh, you know, unloading a weapon either, but more. Uh, you know, just verbal assault. Exactly. Just take take my time and saw saw down one after another. Yeah, I'm gonna need you all to get in single file. I got something to say to all these. Yeah, exactly. And I'm starting with you know, I don't know. I would. I don't even know where I'd start, but I just, in the words of Pat McAfee, saw down. Uh, speaking oh. of Pat, you see, you see his little uh, good uh, citizen work today. I did, I did, bringing that, bringing that man to safety, his, off the road. Yeah, pushing, pushing it, let letting by himself. Out. Yeah, Man, man's a beast. Push our cars. Now it sucks. Yes. <laughs> um, what's the next one? All right, oh, yeah, hit me. Um, all right, we're, we're, we're going to go easy and then we'll end it, um, with a good one. Would you rather live in a beach cabana at the perfect temperature for the rest of your life or a mountainside log cabin? Easy. Mountainside Mountainside log cabin. Yeah, I know. All right. Would you rather give up? The use of your phone to text or call, or all social media. Ooh, you can get in touch with pretty much anybody you need to on social media nowadays. You can, but you can never make a phone call ever again. Some days. That doesn't sound that bad, but I think I have no no social media. That's what I said. I really think we should just everyone should just go no social media, and the world might be a little bit better. Possibly, but it'd be a lot harder to reach out to our our fine fans. Yeah, I mean they're really. I could text four people and get four questions. (laughs) This is very true. Fucking. Step it up, people. (laughs) (sighs) We're doing... Uh, Okay. Would you rather be able to sleep like a cat, which we all know cats are the laziest fucking creatures on planet Earth. They sleep literally 26 hours a day. (laughs) Or smell like a dog. Like, be able... The nose works as good as a dog. Smell like a dog. I figured that was going to be your answer, given your current situation of Man. lack of a sniffer. Uh, yeah. But even just being a dog and the fact, you know, you not only can you smell like – is it smell like a dog or is it – or is it like be a dog? Because I know. Be a dog. Just like do you, you get this particular trait. You can either sleep. Like a cat and just pass out 
all day and just whatever. You go literally walk to the bathroom, come back, and just pass right the fuck back out for another six hours. Yeah. Or you can smell like a dog and be able to smell a fucking duck from a mile away. Yeah, I'd be, be smell like a dog. I like that one, too. Cats are pretty fucking useless. Yeah, I got no use for cats. None. Would you rather be lost at sea or lost in the desert? Lost at sea. Desert's hot. Uh, The ocean could be hot, too, there, shithead. Yeah, but you could cool off. You have no... So I thought about this. And my reason for the desert was worst comes to worst, you could at least like dig a little bit and like get out of the sun. This is true. Yeah, like you could just... dig a hole in it. You're just fucking floating. Yeah. Even if you're like in a life raft. Like you're fucked. Yeah. You're just gonna get so sunburnt. Right. Really get a good bronze. I'm the king of sunburns. I've been lucky this year. I haven't. I, haven't, I torched myself once already this year. I haven't been too bad. I haven't really torched myself for a long time, which is good. All right, enough dis- enough distracting. We got one more left, and it's a good one. All right. Would you rather your parents walk in on you doing drugs or mixing a batch? Oof. Uh, uh, drugs. There's no way. No way. Are you out of your mind? At least, like, baiting off is something you, is, like, normal for everyone. Like, hey, in the Bible, I, it says it's better off for your land in the belly of a whore than on the floor. You really think Janice is going to be like, I would rather see you shooting heroin than <laughs> mixing a batch? Hey, I could be like, rolling a, I could be rolling a doobie. That's a drug still. See, I don't think it's a drug still. Alcohol's a drug, so it's like, yeah, come in, I'm having a beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm going hard drug. So, like, above marijuana's... You're going Patrick Chung. I'm going Patty Chung. Will, uh, you know, a little booger sugar. Yeah. You got the, some methamphetamines, some opiates. Uh, you know, I can't really, anything. I, I, I can't take my answer back, so I'm going to stick with the drugs. Just because that's how I feel. So what drug do you think Janice would be most disappointed with you in? Uh, Any? Yeah, any drug. (laughs) Any drug. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd rather get walked in on mixing a batch. (laughs) (laughs) I really would. Yeah. It's like... So I found a new. I mean, 
Uh oh. What do we got? Called Yellowstone. Have you watched any of that? Yellowstone. I have not seen it. It's not on Netflix. Like we I downloaded the uh Paramount channel that we have. Uh-huh. And I, it's on Paramount TV. You know, it's a, it's a series. It is it's about a Kevin Costner's in it. And when you think Kevin Costner, what type of actor do you think he is, you know, character wise? Kevin Costner. So immediately what comes to mind isn't nope, that Tom Hanks. Uh just kind of an asshole. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> What's that baseball movie? Moneyball. No. Moneyball. No, he was not in Moneyball. He was in Bull What's Durham. Fuck? Yeah. He was in Bull He's Durham. kind of an asshole in that. Yeah. He was in uh, Waterworld. I guess I... Was it Waterworld? Waterworld, maybe not Waterworld. I'm I'm, lo- I'm looking at his IMDb page here. So he's known yeah, for I'm still down. Uh, Dances with Wolves, Robin Hood, The Bodyguard. But anyways, he plays this ranch owner named John Dunton in Montana. Uh huh. It is. I love it. I'm not going to give any any spoilers for people that are going to start watching it or have talked about it, but it is awesome. Like the supporting cast around uh, Luke Grimes is in it. He he was in um, American Sniper. Uh, he he plays Kevin Costner's son in the show. In the show, it's 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 an awesome series. I'm I'm absolutely hooked on it. He's just in that movie on. Uh, Netflix too, the Highwaymen about the dudes that caught um, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, he's got a bunch of movies oh, out there. Draft Day. That yeah, was the movie I was thinking. Yeah, he was of. kind of a jerk. He was Wyatt Earp and Wyatt Earp. He's Tin Cop. I can't believe I left that one off. Uh, it dances with know. wolves. He's kind of like a mediocre. He's he really. I think he gets too much credit. I think he's overrated. Really? Kevin Costner's overrated. Wow. I didn't know you were going to take that stand, old Kevo. I mean, so you got Yellowstone. The next thing that comes up is The Bodyguard. Yeah. Then Dances with Wolves, Waterworld, Robin Hood, which is not the good Robin Hood. You don't think you don't like that Robin Hood? No. I prefer Robin Hood Men in Tights. Who does it, really? Feel the Dreams. Yeah, I get it. Iconic movie. Fucking people in the Midwest love it because it's a fucking cornfield. Uh, the Postman. Terrible. Three Days to Kill. Don't care. Untouchables. <laughs> the remake was better. Uh, the Guardian. Never seen it. Yeah. No, no Way Out. Dragonfly was terrible. Uh, Open Range, Mr. Brooks, A Perfect World. I just... He really hasn't been in that many good fucking movies. Been in a lot of love movies. Message in a Bottle. 
for the love of the game. No. I'm calling him overrated. Overrated. Well, I'm going to disagree. I like him. I think he plays a great... I like Bruce Willis more. I guess I can't argue that. Um, I mean, just on Die Hard alone, the best Christmas movie ever made. I was just about to ask you that question. I'm glad we agree. We'll leave it right at that. If anybody's got a problem, fight us. It, it's set on Christmas Day. I mean... Bingo. Oh, well, it's a Christmas movie. Fuck? Yeah. And... Is he the... No. Who's in... Oh, Mel Gibson. Lethal Weapon. Yep. Yep. So there's a question for you. What's your favorite, uh, like, sequels or, like, series of movies? Because there's not many good ones, like, honestly. Yeah, sequels are a tough thing to do right. But they fucking crushed it. Like, I would say my number one is Lethal Weapon, one through four, are all fucking great movies. I think for me, my number one series would be um, Fast and Furious. I mean, yeah, you can't. Oh, actually, I had a phone note to do with that. Uh, Which phone was it on? Not this one. Other phone. Um, I'm down in Connecticut and I've mm-hmm. come across people and it's something that went out a long time ago and I kind of miss it and I really like hearing cars go by with it really makes me want to do it again yeah. is subwoofer systems in cars yep you remember when that was huge like high school like 2000 2000- I would say like ninety eight to like two thousand six. Boom! Just that heavy base of like four twelve. Just outrageous amounts of power being sucked off of Honda Civic car batteries. Yep. Trunks stuffed with fucking subwoofers. So much vibration that the mirrors are like rattling off the car. Yeah, the does fucking it, license does... plates rattles. Yeah. Just every time the bass hits, it's... Those days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. You know, there was always a... Especially, like, after Fast and the Furious came out, it pushed that ricer car thing. And, you know, you'd drive by the parking lot at the mall and there'd be 25 Honda Civics out there with S wings on them, the revving their engines and, you know. Yeah, I I think that's what killed car stereos, though. Like, yeah, the car stereo game was so big, and then Fast and the Furious, and then every little retard, instead of wanting to put a system in their car, like everyone was rapping about. Yeah, it was like, oh, I'll just throw a fucking coffee can on my Honda Civic and fucking put a cool sticker across the windshield, and I'm awesome. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of people, a lot of systems down here. I was like, huh, I miss those days. Yep. People, I'm sure it's still around more and more. But you drive through yeah, like, a high school parking lot nowadays. It's so weird to me because you know when when we were in high school, you drove through a a high school parking lot, and, you know, old square body Chevys, and you know, 
Ford trucks, the older body styles, and and now you drive through and there's Mercedes, BMWs, you know, brand, you know, newer body style diesel pickups. It's like, holy crap, there's a million dollars worth of cars in this just this one small parking lot and no none of these kids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there might be a couple of them. Yeah, there's a couple. The generation's not completely lost, but I like, I honestly think I might just take and buy both of my daughters a standard pickup. I I don't see a problem in that at all. Like a standard, though. Like, I want to go, yeah. I want to go back and find like a 98 taco and yep. be like, here you go. You figure out how to a drive. A good buddy it. of mine. Up here in Berwick, just bought one. He just bought a 96 single-cab Toyota Tacoma, five-speed, just to have fun with. Yeah, no bench seats, I'll rip the fucking bench seat out and put two bucket seats with a fucking divider between the driver and passenger. Yep. Yeah, no bench seats. No, no bench seats. Especially with daughters. I know too much about bench seats and traps and (laughs) things you can – yeah, no. A lot of room. You know, someone once said to me, and I think it's the reason I have daughters, and it's because I laugh so hard at this one joke, but it was, if you have a son, you've got to worry about one dick. If you have a daughter, you have to worry about every dick in the world. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, that's the most truest thing I've ever heard in my life. Speaking of jokes, I've got a bad one. All right, let's hear it. I think you'll like it. I heard Jim Gaffigan tell this joke. It was just, he called it a street joke. So this guy and his wife, his wife's having surgery, so they go to the hospital. Surgery's taking a long time. Doctor comes out and says to the guy, unfortunately, we had to re- remove part of your wife's brain. And he says, oh, my God, what, what does that mean? He says, your, your whole life's going to change. She can't talk. She can't speak. She can't move her arms. You're going to have to feed her. Uh, you're going to have to take her to the bathroom. Um, you're going to have to wait on her, do everything. Uh, quit your job. Your life will. Your, your wife will never be the same. So the guys, the husband's kind of, you know, standing there in awe, shock and awe and all this. And the doctor it says, you know, but there's good news. And the guy says, well, what's the good news? He says, I'm just kidding. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bad one. You got to be careful who you tell that one to. Yeah. You got to read the room, as they say. Well, it's like the joke about the lottery. Yeah. Like, you know when you said, <clears throat> whatever, when I win the lottery, you're going to take half and leave? Well, honey, pack your bags. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, really? Like, yep, one $2 on the scratcher. Here's a dollar. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. That's I a good joke. Life. I would not do that. Yeah, same here. Hey, uh, breaking, sort of breaking news like eight hours ago. Uh, what do we got? Death Row Records was just purchased and its entire catalog now belongs to Hasbro. Like, the toy company. Wow. 
Death Row Records, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Shug Knight. Uh, he was part of Death Row in the beginning, wasn't he? No. No? No. Are you sure? No. Not sure. Oh, it was. It was founded by Suge Knight and yeah. Dr. Dre. <laughs> Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Dre. What the fuck? Why is the same company that started My Little Pony now owns Death Row Records? What kind of world are we living in? It goes round, man. It's, that's uh, that's something. I never thought I'd see that. You know, especially after watching Straight Outta Compton. Now it's straight out of the toy box. Easy E wouldn't let this happen. No, not at all. He would slap some bitches. Let's see. Anything else trending that we want to talk about? Hurricanes, Gators, don't care, don't care. Big season. Big hurricane season coming up. It's not long. Can't wait. Right? Hopefully one hits us. Get my Jane Fall out. Jane's out. I just uh, hope there isn't one in North Carolina while I'm down there. I don't have to deal with that shit. Dude, we had tornado warnings. Yeah, I saw that. Weather got pretty gnarly down there. Yeah, it was not cool. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I'm on the water where tornadoes like to go because there's no... There's no obstruction. There's no obstruction. They just rip right down the river. It's all perfect. I'm right on one. Awesome. Thanks. (laughs) Nothing really happened, though, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it was as bad as I, everyone thought it was going to be. But they were just being, you know. We're kind of soft around weather now. I mean, it's like snowstorms. It's like, Jesus Christ, people. We live in fucking New England. It's going to snow. Don't yeah. fucking shut down fucking everything. Exactly. Whatever. Tis what it is. Oh, I got something to go into. Here we go. Yeah, this is a little fucking... So... It's kind of staying on topic of what we started today about duck hunting and limits and all that. But it's, you know, people fucking scared of game wardens and like catching, like especially like catch and release fishing. So down here, there's trout management areas that are awesome. Like the one that I went to, I know we talked about going there, like they've got handicap access, which is phenomenal. Like even if I wasn't fishing here, I'd still donate the $5 to the state just to keep those up. Like even, and when I've been down there, one of the nights a, guy, a kid came down, works for the, you know, the state. Yep. And he's like sweeping and like getting the sand that is, you know, got washed out and onto the walkways. He's, you know, push, scraping it all back and all this. And he's like, Hey man, you know, I'm really sorry about, you know, the noise and all this. So I was like, dude, it's fine. Like it's awesome that you're out here doing that. Like you know, that's that great. make that makes a difference in you know an old guy's day when he can't when he can't walk anymore or, or he walks with trouble and you've just you know made him a nice clear path. Like that's what it's about. Yep. But um, I don't know. Like I've talked to so many people over the years that are just like, oh, these fucking game wardens and you know giving me a hard time and all this. And it's like, I don't know about you. I've never had a hard time with a game warden. The only no. time I've ever fucking been like, dude, what the fuck, do your job? Yeah. Is like people 
not knowing the laws and legitimately hunting out of season. Yeah. And I called the game warden and they're just like, oh, yeah, uh, we're looking for a lost dog. I'm like, <laughs> that's not your job, man. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to be an asshole or anything, but um, you're supposed to protect the wildlife, not a fucking Fido that ran away. No, I but, agree. you know, people that get all nervous, like, I've only, ha- I've had very limited interactions with game wardens. There's not many down by us. The thing I always, you know, people start bitching about game wardens. The one thing you need to think about is if you're not doing anything wrong, you have have absolutely no reason to be annoyed, upset, or it's just like getting pulled over by a cop. Exactly. If you didn't do anything wrong, don't worry about it. He's just... And if you... Even if you did do something wrong, it's probably, you know, if it's speeding, then okay, fucking own up to it. And a game warden, that game warden is more liable to give you a break and teach you if you're respectful to him. You know, anybody in New England, if they need to, all they need to do is watch Northwood's Law. And they'll figure it out. Yeah, I just, I, I particularly don't care for that show, but... I don't know, I just never got into it. I just thought it was kind of stupid, and it gave them all a fucking ego and thought they were fucking TV stars. And it's like, hey, motherfucker, just enforce the laws, please. Yeah, no, um, there's truth to that. You know, but at the same time, any time I've ever been stopped by a game warden, like, I got stopped on literally one of the coldest days I've ever hunted. I By the time... I've since changed my ways, but I used to always keep my license in my wallet, inside my waders, in my pants. Yeah. You know, underneath my waders. And this warden came up, and it was literally like four degrees outside, blowing 30. It was like minus 15 in the wind. And he came up and checked my father and I. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, I just need to see your licenses and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. So I take off my jacket take down my waders, get my wallet out. And like, by the time I did that, I couldn't feel my hands. I was like, and I literally just handed him my wallet. I was like, dude, here's my wallet. It's in that plastic baggie. I was like, I can't feel my fucking hands to get this out for you. Yeah. And he's like, no, no worries. He's like, he's like, I was like, my New Hampshire license is on top in that plastic baggie. Like you can see it and all this. And he's like, nope, that's great. He's like, you guys seeing anything? And I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Our breath. No. Yeah. I was like, I'm watching my fucking body temperature slowly decrease and wish I did not have to walk out from here. Yeah, right. And it's like, you know, other guys, we got stopped on one particular spot where we hunt. It's like a fucking mile walk all the way uphill. Yeah. And he met us halfway down and was like, you know, Oh, you guys are headed out, and I was like, "Yeah, we're we're done for the day. Like these are the two birds we killed, or you know, four birds, whatever." And he's like, "You guys want me to grab like a decoy bag or something?" He's like, "He's like, I'll walk back over the truck." He's like, "I just want to check your licenses. I'm not going to make you guys stop here." Yeah, and I was like, "No, man, we're good." I was like, "We'll we'll walk." And like, we shot the shit. We got the truck. He checked everything over. Everything's fine. You know, there's no sense in fucking not playing by the law. Exactly. It's you know. I mean, even like down in Connecticut, like when I came down here to fish, it was like I could get a three-day license for 
I don't know. It was like $25. Or I could get a year license for 50. And it's like, okay, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, I'd much rather support it. And I mean, the amount of money that, you know, is spent on gear to kill and, or not to kill, to harvest animals, you know, I have no problem making sure all my ducks are in a row. The only yeah. thing maybe not in a row all the time is boat registrations, but nah, yeah, well, I'll, I'll accept that. I know what I'm doing. And while well, I'm ranting, it's all because York is too fucking ignorant and they won't goddamn do e-registrations for boats. I can register my car. I can renew my license online. I can buy a hunting license, a fishing license, I can do fucking everything online except register a fucking boat because York is too fucking stupid to sign up for the goddamn program. Yep. No, I agree. I fucking hate it. So, yeah, my boat's not registered probably half the time. Because <laughs> I got to go to town hall. If York just wants to go ahead and listen to this podcast, the town of York, and go ahead and submit the paperwork so we can have online registration for boats. That would be great. Stop living in a cave. Seriously. Fuck. I agree. But it's the same thing. Did you see the video of the old lady getting tased? Huh? Oh, it's fucking awesome. I'll have to tweet it out later. Please it was do. On Twitter. It was on Twitter a couple days ago. It was like this like 65, 7-year-old white lady got pulled over for speeding, refused to sign the ticket, oh, and just and yeah. left. Yes, I, yes, and the cop I did get, see that. And catches up to her, and she gets out, and he's like, ma'am, stop. And she's like, fuck you, motherfucker, blah, yep. blah, blah. And he just, fuck you, days. Yeah, I did actually, see that. Um, one of the pages I follow, Adam... Like Adam Calhoun or something, yeah, posted the video of his reaction, fucking laughing hysterically, and people are like, "How can you laugh at an old lady getting tased?" It's she like broke the law because she fucking she fucking deserved it. When a cop says, "Sign here because you broke the law," if you broke the law because he says you were speeding and here's the numbers and you clearly were, yeah. Like I mean, I've never that's. Like the story had turned, told earlier about fighting about how fast I was going, yeah, is the literally one of the only times I've ever like stood up and been like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Like I know I'm right, but if you're getting pulled over, like I've been pulled over, uh, fucking hundred times. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's low. I know there's one summer I got pulled over twenty two times. Twenty two times. Yes. Zero tickets. Sweet Jesus. I also ended up back at the police station for that after the 21st time after going there to basically file a harassment because it was, I had my Wrangler and it was obnoxious, but everything was legal. But I would get pulled over almost weekly, if not bi-weekly, for a dim license plate light. Jeez. And I got to the point being like, I want to get out. Like, what are your requirements? Like, this is a stock. There's no mud. It's clean. It's a license plate light. Like, yeah. Don't fucking, you're pulling me over for a dim license plate light, hoping you can get me for something else. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're, you're fishing at this point. But each time it's just respectful. Like, okay, yeah, thank you. 
I'll fucking go on my way. Are we done here? All right. Yeah. See you later. It's never like, oh, I'm not going to fucking do anything. Like you see the videos of people being like, oh, well, I don't have to answer the questions. And it's like, okay, well, and he can be a dickhead too. And then you're going to rant and rave about him being a dickhead when you're being the fucking dickhead to start with. I agree. Which brings up another point. Because <laughs> we were talking about this today. Actually, we were kind of joking about it. and But there's some truth in there mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I hate to say this, but a lot of liberal folks like to use the terminology of being all-inclusive and, you know, accepting of others and all this. But the first words out of their mouth when they come across someone that might be on the other side of the aisle is, oh, well, you're just a Nazi. Yeah. Like, what happened to being all-inclusive and nice to everyone? Yeah. And you just called me a fucking Nazi? Or a racist? Like, okay. Well, I think you are a fucking whatever. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go there. But it's like, you know, don't, don't fucking blow smoke up my ass. I agree. Well, fella, Christ, old boy, we we hammered it down. I know we did. That was that was quick. That was it. I mean, it was a two-hour episode, almost two hours, but it was fantastic. If you ask me, I really think you know. I think this might be this might be one of our better ones. I think so. I think the peoples will enjoy it. Yeah, and maybe the peoples will keep, you know, participating. Because, you know, a new one's coming out probably, I don't know, Monday, Tuesday-ish. Yeah, and I think our job to the people, if we wanted to participate, we got to participate with them. And we'll keep doing that. That's right. we got to get the words out. and uh, keep Put out the bat signals. The bat signals. That was a, that was a tough term for you last night. But we'll... I... I was fried. That was a long one. I was trying to get. I was trying to get ready, but I, I don't know. It was something. I don't but, know what happened there. I was like, "Send out the bat signal to the peoples that we're recording tomorrow." And you're like, "Bat signal? Where the fuck is a bat? Like, what the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "I can do that." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got access to all of our social medias, bud. You can do it. There we you go. Feel like. I figured it out. I got on top of it. You. <laughs> all right. Well, you have a lovely evening. You Thanks as well. to everyone listening and subscribing, rating, liking. Keep it up. Participating. We like any that other, shit. Any other questions or anything? We'll come back to the wife's question next week. With the nicest, we'll just go. We'll go broader and say the nicest thing you've done for someone. So stay tuned for that. Think about it. Think about it. Send in what you've done nice, and you know maybe, maybe you can make a, a cameo. Yeah, we we can have more than one person on here with us. We have the technology. We may not know how to use it, but we have it. I might, you know. Maybe have a special guest next week. We'll see if he'll if he's willing to come on. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, Let's thanks for it. listening, everybody, and uh, hope you guys have a lovely Sunday. This should be out Sunday. About ready to cut it up and send it out there. There we go. Listen on, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Maybe we'll let, throw in our first 
uh, 12 seconds, which was two six-second segments of us saying hello and then ending. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, content's content. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys.